fills the sky. A wicked witch goes flying by. Ghosts and goblins and skeletons too. Moaning and groaning waiting for you. Black cats prowl the graveyard plots. Witches cook in cauldron pots. Cemetery ghouls roam around. Not one unopened grave is found. Tombstones are an eerie sight. Shadows dance in full moonlight. The haunted house on the hill. Walk in there, you get a chill. Jack-o'-lantern's eyes so bright. Trick-or-treaters scream in fright. It's a time like you've never seen. Tonight's the night of Halloween. Your chivalry is as useless as tits on a boar hog, buds! I'm sending you to the fucking pearly gates with a first class ticket, bud! Yeah, bud! <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, buds. Yeah, buds, and friends to the Joe Blow Horror Shoot coming shoot. Fuck my life. Happy Halloween! Happy Halloween. We're coming at you with one of two Halloween specials. Spooky month is here. It's officially fall, and we are giving you a break from the summer of the dead. Slash all of the. Was that pretty sweet or what? I thought those. No, I like. I I love the zombie moan. I love it. Episode number. I don't know what we're gonna call this because I don't know when it's gonna be released in the backlog of stuff. But anyways, it's gonna be a fireside chat here. We got the fire ripping. Joined by a couple excellent dudettes. Yeah. With us always, we have the raging Cajun himself, the herbal enchanter. The yeah, wrangler, Mr. Oh, T. What's up, buddy? I'm gonna, I'm gonna give the alligator wrangler moniker to um the other uh raging Cajun we have here tonight with us because he is the man that brings the alligator hive home. Um, <laughs> tonight, tonight with us we have my co-host on the nightclub oh. podcast. We've got Mr. Ricky fucking Prejean on the show. Your boy, topless, your boy, topless as. Uh, baby alligators, medulla oblongata. Oh shit! Yeah. Yes, oh, sir. Are, are you spark? What are you sparking up over there, Boss Tuna? What you got going on? It's a special I occasion. So not only do I got a buffet of pumpkin beers. Oh shit! I got myself a nice doomhead stogie because oh. <laughs> I was gonna smoke a pipe, but I would be a bit too pretentious. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, you got to do that with the pinky. Because unless you're a hobbit or a wizard, then it's okay. (laughs) Because here on the Joe Blow Horror Show, we rate, review, and 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 discuss horror movies, not horror films. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So tonight, it's not a film; it's a movie. Um this this is gonna be a lot. How dare you? Look, bro. (laughs) I'm being straight with the audience, all right? Everyone listening, everyone in attendance, we're covering a film tonight that, I mean... Oh. Oh, oh, okay. That's, that's... I'm going to take take a drink. I'm just going to take one with you, so it's Mm -hmm. all good. Tonight, we're going to discuss a movie that is... I think it's buried in this director's filmography to 
to a certain degree. Yeah. I think that's unfair. And we'll get divisive. into it. We'll get into it. But yeah, what are you smoking? What are you smoking over there? Uh, I am smoking a Cow Bones cigar. We have a brand new high V that opened up here, and it's the largest one ever, and it has a walk-in humidor. Oh, shit. So, yeah, legit. You walk in there, and you're just like, boom, transported back into the 20s. You got friggin' Al Capone in there scoping out stoves with you. I love it. So, picked up one of these bad boys here, and I even got myself a fancy brand new lighter so oh. yeah. fuel lighter that's, i spent that's one of those money. little tortures yeah yeah spent way too much Hell money yeah. on this and then especially the the fuel that's got the zero imp- impurities in it so right now well those, i'm gonna say those are good for a, a stove too man those the way that they just burn mm-hmm. good the little torch yep. in, in <laughs> this stove here is about as smooth as one of those sweet aces of one of those chicks with the i don't even know with the benjamin franklin looking dudes and dudettes ah oh, there's some shit. eye candy in this movie boys i'm gonna say true to my uh other title i'm gonna be an herbal enchanter tonight and i'm gonna Ooh. fucking light it up right now cheers so let's introduce this movie here if you haven't caught on by now we are going to be covering rob zombies 31 very fitting around this time of year here thank so. you yes anyways i don't know about you guys but it's 100 percent getting into that fall weather we we had a very very dry like extremely rare dry summer and spring and fall very hot as well too it's just now getting into that fall kind of feels i i was kind of lagging behind normally end of september i've got all my halloween decorations up we're gonna break that that unwritten rule where you never give the date but it's the 16th of october now and i would say i just got all my decorations up in the last four or five days probably. So it just didn't feel right. It was, you know, still 80, 80 degrees and sunny. Right. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, dude, like we had, we had a crazy wet summer um, in, in Louisiana and yeah. it, and, I mean, and humid. Some- it wasn't super hot, but it was super wet and just humid. Gross. Ooh, we talk- a few hurricanes. We're talking about wet, uh, wet kitty. Getting me, get me wet. You're getting all riled up over there, mm. but no, um, we just got a cold front that came through, so it's feeling kind of fallish over here as well. Yeah. Dude, um, it was it, when I got up this morning. It was like sixty something degrees. I was like, "What the fuck is this? It's the apocalypse. The world is I, freezing over." <laughs> and see, I'm I'm over in Texas. I'm working o- on the road, uh, and it was fifty three degrees when I woke up this morning. It was nice. It was. I was going to say, nice. I don't even think we hit hit sixties for a high today. It's the first actual fall feels. It was beautiful out. It was windy and sunny. Yeah. But it's supposed to be thirty seven degrees tonight. As you guys can see, oh, I'm wearing my wow. my flannel, insulated flannel, because it's it's a, it's a chilly one. It's a good thing we got this fire cracking next to us here to 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 keep us warm. So. Yeah, it was like sixty seven. And it it said uh, because of the humidity index, it was like feels like seventy two or some shit. But I was like, hey, it counts. Fuck, it We're does. Sixties boy, it's the beginning of fall, man. And Hell speaking, yeah! Speaking of the autumn and the fall, I want to fall into something that's fucking tasty. You think we should head on over to our favorite place? <laughs> yes, we're gonna head over into our favorite watering hole. Come join us for 
a beer. I believe they're going to have plenty of pumpkin beer on tap. What do you say, Hell boys? Yeah. Head into the Teddy Twister? Woo! Yeah. Holy moly, is it hopping tonight? Man, I can barely hear you guys. We got we got Cheech and Chong out there on the on the loudspeaker. I think they're running a special on, they're running a special on the dances tonight. So make sure you get your Halloween special lap dance. I think that's if you guys got some singles, start fucking spreading them out. Right, that's right. Yeah, yeah. What are we drinking tonight, boys? All right, well, I'm going to kick us off. I've got um, – this is a tried and true. I've, I believe I've had it on the show before. It's a New Belgium Voodoo Ranger Imperial IPA, 9% by volume. Yeah. I've got a six-pack of this um, because I'm drowning my sorrows. I am three beers in already. So I just Hell cracked yeah. this one. I just cracked this motherfucker for the titty twister. Um, what are you drinking, Rick? Well, I've got my tried and true, and as you can see, I'm double fisting right here. Yes. I've got my Natter Days. I ain't wearing a shirt. My mullet's coming in nicely, and here we go. Oh, sweet it. crack, sweet crack. Sweet crack. Well, I am going to take part in their specials tonight, and it is a buffet of beers. I've got a couple I've had before and a couple new ones. We're going to try the Jacko. Pumpkin Ale by Sam Adams. Then after that, we're going to move into an Elysian pumpkin. It's a coffee pumpkin ale. Uh, that one, it's called a Dunkachino. Then after we get past the ales, we're going to move into the stouts. We're going to try a Jacko Latte, which is a pumpkin coffee milk stout. Who that one you? is going to look legit. And then to finish off the night, we've got a special, special boy kaboy. This is hey. a Dark of the Moon Pumpkin Stout. Check that out. Is that not? Oh, that's oh. a sick label. Fuck, Fuck yeah. Yes, that's a sick dude. label. Yeah. It's a werewolf. It's a fucking werewolf with a fucking yep. like orange Halloween moon in the background. I a love little it. little throwback, I believe, to Mr. Ozzy Osbourne. Mm. Fuck at the moon, Fuck oh. at the moon. So, what do we say? Crack this open, eh, boys? Yeah, crack it. Hell that. yeah. Crack a lacking. Oh, yeah, buds. Cheers, boys. Yeah, bud. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah, bud. Yeah, bud. Okay, so. Oh, fuck, I spilled my beer on myself. Oops. Oh, just saving a little bit for later. Mm. Flavor for later. You should, you should just put your shirt up to your mouth. I'm, it's funny because I'm imitating it and I don't even have one, but like, pick <laughs> your shirt up to your mouth and just. <laughs> Mm. It's there. The it's show. there. I'll just smell it later tomorrow. Okay, that's good. That's good too. That's equally uh, attractive. That rotten beer smell. It sure yeah. is. <laughs> Fuck it, dude. There's there's some crazy shit going on in here. Hold on a second. What is happening over there? Is that Quentin Tarantino? Is he, did he just get bitten? I think we got. I think we need to bail out, guys. Yeah, <laughs> we got to get out of here. Yeah, Clooney, what are you doing? Aren't you supposed to be on the set of ER? <laughs> <laughs> it's not the 90s anymore, man. George Clooney's old. They're all getting old. Holy shit. All right, fuck it. We got to right, go. Let's 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 get into this, eh? I don't want fuck, goddammit. I'm a Dapper Dan man. <laughs>
Anyway, yeah, let's get the fuck out of here because. Now you may think you see a grease-painted performer sitting before you, but trust me, I'm not here to brighten your dismal day. I am here to end your miserable life. You know, all in all, you've had a pretty good run. Okay, so from the trailer, obviously, we are going to be getting into 31. This is a very divisive film. And, and I purposely said film because I'm, I'm a bit thirsty, so I'm going to take a little swig. Hell yeah. Oh, shit. He's downing it. He's downing it. Oh, I thought he was downing it. No, I, I've got, I was going to say, I mean, we, we're going to keep this episode. <laughs> we're going to time it right now. On, on the air live, I'm going to say, yeah, this will be about an hour, hour and a half. We'll see. But I got four beers to go through, three 12-ounces and a pounder. So some work is cool. going to have to get done. But I am yeah. actually very excited <laughs> to talk about this because this is a very, very divisive movie. And I'm curious what your guys' thoughts are. So um, I'm not going to show my hand just quite yet, but I am a – I don't know if I'd go as far as call myself a Rob Zombie fanboy. Maybe I'm definitely an apologist for him. So I, I'm excited to have a conversation. I would call myself an apologist for Rob Zombie. Uh, I, I'll say it flat out. Like, I mean, I love his first two movies. Then yeah. he, then he made his Halloween films, which I haven't, I've not seen the second one, so I can't oh comment on them. Yeah. But the first one, and that's why I didn't see the second one because the first one. So there oh, you go. Like the first one. It's, I'm not going to say that his Halloween is a bad movie, but there was a lot of things about it that I was like, this is too Rob Zombie and it's too forced. Yeah. And, and also the theme music of Halloween was put in a really stupid place and it turned me off really bad. I know that's a nitpick, but yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, well, I'll save Halloween comments for later. Um, okay. Ooh. But mm. and. and Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I just built my wiener move. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, after after that, I I think he's been on a, a a decent run. So we'll see, you know, where I land on this film tonight. All right, this movie, this movie, all oh, fuck, I'm drinking. Yep. No, I I, I really yeah. I guess thirty one is well, it's it's a twenty sixteen movie. It's not rated. Comes in about 102 minutes. Obviously, this is written and directed by Rob Zombie. This is starring Malcolm McDowell, who kind of broke my brain a bit with 281 film credits. That guy put out more movies in the last, like, 10 or 15 years than his entire life. Uh, so he's, he's been busy, which, which means there's a lot of turds in there. Is he uh, a... he, he's been in a handful of Rob Zombie movies as well. He was in H1 and H2 as Loomis. Mm-hmm. I always try to come with a gem for you guys. Check out Class of 1999 with him if you haven't. That's a, that's a gem. And then he was in Clockwork Orange. Mm-hmm. Richard Brake well. in this as well. He, he obviously played Doomhead, which is funny because he was in Doom. And I very, very – I saw that in the theater, so I remember him in that. Yeah. I did. I saw that in the theater too, oddly enough. I mm-hmm. did too, actually. Yeah. Hannibal Rising. I was really excited, and then I was kind of bummed. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. Know? Yeah, <laughs> well, I, I like Doom. I I, I kind of do. I mean, like, it was fun. It was fun. You know, yeah. it was fun. Jeff Daniel Phillips. He he, he was in Satanic Panic uh, recently. He was also in Zodiac, which we covered on the show. And Sherry Moon Zombie. Obviously, any I don't think there's a Rob Zombie movie without her in it. So right. 
Look for her. <laughs> you can't miss her. And then Meg Foster. Uh, I, I forgot that she was in this. Truth yeah, is old, this is my second me. viewing. And we talked about her previously because she was in They Live. She was also in Lords of Salem, a couple other Rob Zombie movies, and more recently, Overlord. This has also a handful of other actors in there. Um, I mean, we're not going to really spend time getting into that as well. A lot of people know this, but this was Rob Zombie's first and I believe only crowd crowdfunded film uh, to date. Mm. This, I mean, he, he filmed this in only 20 days as no well. Shit. So, yeah, he, he, it was a pretty short set team as well. This movie is, yeah, this movie is set on Halloween and I, I was finding a lot of things on the internet where people had problems because it was never explained why the movie was called 31. And I'm like, Part of me is like, are you are you dumb? <laughs> it takes place on Halloween, right. uh, which is obviously always the thirty first of the month. Yeah, I caught that. I caught that the first watch. Uh, yeah, I, ne- I, I never knew that was a, a a problem either. Yeah, yeah. There's people complaining about how it was never. I'm. They're probably the same people that want everything spoon fed to them as well. So, but yeah, it takes place on halloween and you can clearly tell this little clout clout cult thing they have takes place every single year on halloween as well so i mean that do you need more explanation than that i i don't um as far as why he set this on halloween this was pretty cool did you know do 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 and now you know more people (laughs) go missing on halloween than any other day of the year what yeah what? Uh, no, I, I see I, it. Well, like, are they mostly kids? I don't know. I didn't do that much research into it, but that's Rob Zombie found that statistic, and that's why he said it on Halloween, which that, is pretty that cool. Extra but I just think yeah. any horror movie that's set on Halloween's at least a point or two plus in my book. Sure. Since this was obviously crowdfunded, they always have tiers for how much you. I would say invest in the movie and a lot of people invested a lot of tears because some people hate this movie and they cried a lot. A lot of people hate this movie. Yeah. But there were tears where you would be. So the goons, I guess, in murder, murder world, those guys that look like the, you know, the burglars from like the fifties or sixties with the (laughs) black and white. Those were, those were were top tier crowdfunded people. So that, that, that had to have been pretty dang cool. So, but what do we think this got for those of you that did not check? What do we think this got on the B? Um, I didn't check, and I'm gonna say low. Uh, yeah, 3. I would 3. assume three point seven. I'll say. I would. You know what? I'll go three point six. Five point one. Oh, what? Whoa! Yeah. Whoa. All right. All right. Middle of the road. Middle of the road. Okay, what do we think this got on Rotten Tomatoes? Critic score? Oh, shit. Uh, (laughs) 9%? I don't know. I'm going to go 10%, Alex. Fuck fuck you again. (laughs) You shirtless bitch. This got 48% critic score on Rotten Tomatoes. You're shitting me. Yes. That's very surprising. You want to hear something that's going to even blow your mind even more is the audience score was actually less at 35 percent really yeah that's mind-blowing dude because i don't know well very unexpected 
I know it's divisive. I do know that, but goddamn, that's weird that the audience score would be lower for a horror film. So here's yeah. my theory on this, because the three of us, especially, and I'm sure a lot of the people listening to this are what we would call kind of like ultra nerdy horror, you know, fans. Hell yeah. And the community that we're in is very well, there's there's a lot of things that it's very but I would say uh, kind of judgmental and, and I don't even have a pedestal to talk on because I, I kind of fit that. But a lot of people in our community think that they have, uh, how do I say this without offending people? I mean, it's 2021. No, just no, 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 just, just offend them. Just offend it's, them. it's 2021. So it's impossible. I think a lot of people think that they have points that should be uh, held to a higher standard. In, in our nerdum of horror movies. Yeah. And a lot of what we see, it's, it's that same thing of, you know, if you have a restaurant, for example, and, you, you know, you go there and you always have an excellent, excellent burger, you, you're never going to leave a review. You're more apt to leave a review the one time you have a terrible experience. Right. So I kind of translate that into the Rob Zombie I guess and, and Eli Roth and Eli Roth. Yeah. They, yeah. I, Zombie I, and I, Eli Roth both get it a lot. Yeah. yeah. I think that this movie, I think people are too hard on it because he has had a couple bangers. I mean, if you think about it, he, the, the same way that we're talking about Ari Aster or Jordan Peele or what people were talking about with Rob Zombie when he first came out with the devil's rejects and house of a thousand forces. That is true. Very, yeah. That is very true. So I think what happened is, is he came out with a couple, I would say duds after that. And now, because watching this movie again, as I said, I did see this once before and I was like, yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's pretty good. But to everybody out there that dogs on this movie, I want to say go on Tubi and 99 (laughs) out of a hundred horror movies you click on, you tell me where they rate compared to this one, because this movie is is well done overall compared to a lot of those other movies and 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 i'm kind of on a on a soapbox here doing my little you know tirade uh defending kind of rob zombie but i yeah i i i I don't want to get into that too much right now because you know we're going to get into that i guess at the end but i was surprised at how much i liked this movie after my second time watching it because the first one i was like oh yeah it's it's all right um and I think I, I let everybody's – I mean, because let's face it, this movie has been reviewed a ton of times. I've heard a ton, ton of podcasts and people shit on it. So I was going in with very, very low expectations, and I was pleasantly surprised at this viewing. So what are your guys' first initial kind of thoughts or reactions to Mr. Zombies 31? Similar uh, to yours, um, all I had heard was negative stuff until T-Boo – said no you should give it a watch and so i watched it and i i, I came out positive instead of negative you know uh-huh. so yeah my, my my first i i i knew this movie was crowdfunded back in the day i was following the news because i was yeah. a rob zombie fan even though uh even though his halloween film or the first one didn't do it for me i still knew he was a competent more than competent director based Can on i interrupt it. you for a second how, how yeah. long ago did you see uh, H1? When it came out. Okay. Back in 07, I believe. So anyways, yeah. yeah. You knew he was a competent, competent director. Keep going. 
Yeah, because I saw Devil's Rejects in theaters. Um, I had seen House of a Thousand Corpses before that. I was a fan and of his music. I mean, even before the films. I, I love Rob Zombie's music. Hell yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. He's one of my bucket list uh, live acts. I haven't seen Fucking him yet. Fucking amazing live show, bro. Oh, yeah? You saw him? At the Woodlands, Texas. Uh, he closed. It was fucking Amon Amarth and Mastodon and fucking all, all kind of people, bro. Fucking and Rob Zombie fucking laid it down. Huh? Zombie came out. You know that that cool costume with the helmet and shit from the uh, Hellbilly yes. Deluxe? Yes. He came out wearing that, and he had a fucking Texas flag wrapped around his shoulders like a cape. Yeah, bro. Yeah. It was fucking dope. They you had big devil on, uh, puppets and shit. Club. Yeah, they had big devil marionette puppets running around the stage. Dude, it was a blast. It was a oh, fucking blast. Even people who don't like Rob Zombie have fun at Rob Zombie shows. It's I've like war. A, it's like I've, war. You know, yeah. you can't go and not enjoy yourself. I've got a story for you about Rob Zombie. I've seen him a bunch of times, but the... Before, uh, before your story, I just want to yep. pimp real quick. I'm sorry. I got to do it. Uh-oh. We, 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 we covered House of a Thousand Corpses on the nightclub. It's episode oh, yeah. 29. Go check it Morbid, out. It is. Morbid Toxidermy. It's a fucking <laughs> bonkers episode. Yeah, <laughs> that, that episode doesn't care. No. It, it matches the movie. You're, you're good. It's great. <laughs> it works. It matches the movie perfect. Episode 29. Go check it out. So I've seen, I've seen Rob Zombie a handful of times. I want to say the second time I saw him was probably five or probably six years ago at Seven Flags Event Center in Des Moines. It's not as big as it sounds. It's, it's a, a smaller venue. It's still bigger than like your big bars that host concerts. You know, every, every town's got like their... What's the capacity? Oh, uh, yeah, I don't know, a couple thousand people max. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a, that's a nice... Mm -hmm. That's a nice size. Yep. So he was a headliner, and I can't remember who the opening – oh, actually, I think it was In This Moment. I think it was okay. just In This Moment, headlined by Rob Zombie. Whoa. Anyways, I can't remember what it was. There, they, there wasn't a lot of people there, and it might have been because it was a winter. There was an ice storm. There, there was a reason why there wasn't a lot of people there, but the show went on. And I remember it was to the point where I was probably 15 feet from the stage and I was able to, I mean, I could have like had a break dance party. There was that, you know, much open space around me. So Rob oh. Zombie went up and did a handful of his songs. He uh, takes a little bit of, a little bit of a break. They start back up again and he comes out. Yeah. He's wearing, he's wearing that cowboy hat that looks like it's made from people's skin yeah, he, he jumps off the stage and he's in the middle of a fucking song. I can't remember what it was because it's like, oh my god, him and like two or three of his security guys. He was singing, running around the the fucking whole arena thing. There, dude, I got a high five from Rob Zombie. And Hell yeah. Oh shit! Yes, the thing that I'll never forget is he went by to do a high five, and I held my hand up. I mean, he is, he might be almost as short as, as Tibu because that guy, I was like, holy <laughs> fuck, there's like this little, I mean, it was like, it was like the little midget man from the movie running around giving high five. Dang. That's what I remember. I was like, oh, just a tiny man. And then like, 
his voice that's the one thing that just kind of like boggles me is it's like god he's he doesn't sound like a man that's like five six or whatever he is i'm six four so obviously he seems well do, do do i sound like a man who's five foot four? yeah listen you got you got a you got a deep voice too it's weird yes I everything's all compact <laughs> so no. but no that's uh, you know that's my rob you know it's because of the density from me <laughs> you know what ain't compact uh, cause your, your brain yeah that's right that's that's right and and i and i think with that one <laughs> yes so, so um that's fucking awesome dude man like that I, yeah. I, I love i love concert <clears throat> stories and that that is a fucking great concert story yeah i'll bet there is 500 people in that whole fucking place damn that's awesome that's my one buddy that show. we always go to concerts together he's probably i'm six four two fifty he's six six three hundred just a couple big old dudes and then i'd be there just being like hey hey guys yeah we put you on our shoulders so you could see oh thanks (laughs) it's always hey it's always a problem trust me no yeah dude this should get you one of those like kangaroo pouches that they carry the babies in like where it just like sits (laughs) on your chest yep kind of like you're a little man like piloting like a big mech warrior man no, I mean, that's what it makes me think of. Uh, in the in the baby carrier. Yeah. Nice. Those are okay, the best. so thirty-one. Let's uh, let's get into this here. Okay, that opening movie, monologue. Go ahead. Yes, the movie starts. Yeah. The opening With, monologue. Black and white, fucking, uh, atmospheric scene where the this door opens up and you see the silhouette of a man. He walks forward, and you see the face reveal. And the, yep. the camera work is so crisp on a lot of the facials or uh, close-ups in this movie yep. facials. <laughs> yeah. um, but you're introduced to Richard Brake as they call me Doomhead. I don't call myself that, mind you, but they do. And who are they? There's some rich motherfuckers behind the shenanigans going on in this movie. And this opening monologue is fucking amazing because he's like, you have to die sometime. Might as well be here. Might as well be now. Might and as well be with me. What makes yeah. it so great is I, I, I am not one. You guys all know I am not one for these artsy-fartsy type movies, but the black and white on this yeah. fits Ooh, it's so, so well. It's so nice. It fits yeah. so well. And even better is the first time watching this, you're thinking it's going to be one of those, oh, Christ, here we go. We have a fucking you know, narrator intro kind of bullshit. And then the camera yeah. pans, and you've got this priest that's he 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 was he was getting tortured, beat up, and all I all mean, he cares it, about is his wife. Though he's like Georgina, bring her to me. Uh, she's the mother of our beautiful daughters. Like he he's just all about his fucking wife, man. Yep. And and I'm like, damn, this dude is, and and Doomhead could care fucking less. Yeah, it's just visually, I, man, I was. I tell you what, watching because the last time I saw this movie was when it first came out back in 2016, and I hadn't seen it since. And after watching this first five minutes, I was like, "I'm gonna love this." It's like I don't know why I was regretting or not regretting, dreading watching this. I was like, "I'm gonna love this." I I, I, I cannot wait to I, get into it. I I think I tangented it off. I think I'd never said, yeah, like when I I first knew this was crowdfunded by Rob Zombie. And when the, the initial reactions happened, I kind of avoided it a little bit. But 
I saw it not long after it came out, maybe a year. And like you, this opening monologue, I was like, oh, what, like, what are people saying about this? Because I'm seeing a different movie at first. And from there, well, from there, it kind of keeps going in the direction that I didn't expect. So there you go. Because after that, after that opening fucking monologue, we get introduced to our, you know, our gang of happy ne'er-do-wells that are like a circus family that go around. Gave me Texas Chainsaw Massacre vibes, 100%. Yeah. And they felt, they, they felt like they had chemistry, um, real chemistry, in my opinion. You get, you get uh, Roscoe, Fat, Fat Randy. Um, uh, who's, the, who, who's the guy that's speaking Jamaican kind of? Uh, yeah, Panda. yeah. Uh, I was going to say, you got Terry Alexander making an appearance. Who had the better Jamaican accent? Uh, Terry Alexander from Day of the Dead or this guy? Sherry Moon Zombie. <sighs> yeah, Sherry Moon Zombie. Yeah, uh, she I'm going to have to pick Charlie. Terry Alexander. Nah, fuck him. He no, did it already. Bro. I liked yeah, you, her, her. I liked her dialogue. It was playful and funny. They were smoking a joint and they were they were having fun. I, yep. I liked her. I liked her her mock of it. Um, but no, shout out. Yeah, shout out for sure. Yeah, we we get the the awesome van. You get your whole cast of characters. I, I kind of forgot they killed you know basically half the people off right away. Oh whoa, hold on, hold on. We're not there. They, well, they, but they, I was gonna they, say because you 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 don't really. I mean, you get enough of them. Uh, but no, this this is like a five minute scene where you think it's going to get drawn out, but it's, I mean, it, it's. See again, this this kind of plays part into a lot of the criticism people have of Rob Zombie. A lot of it's his dialogue, a lot of it is his his characters, but I felt every single character in this beginning part fit. Um, I thought they were friends for real and had yep. been doing this. They seemed cool. You got the the guy fucking this chick in the back telling her jokes about grandpa's cum on the fucking couch. And <laughs> and and Roscoe fucking walks in there, the this other character, trying to get his gorilla mask to convince everyone else that hey, this thing's still a banger. Don't worry. Like, look at it. All I gotta do is clean it up a little bit, you know. Um they they, they have I think they have real chemistry, and you go to this gas station. I love the fucking guy that's uh, yep. the attendant there. He's like, they pull up. They're like, hey, you got gas? He's like, it's a cock-sucking gas station, isn't it? <laughs> and then you, you get know the he... voice of Tommy Pickles from the Rugrats. That guy yeah. is? No. That, no, the girl. The girl. She's, she's Dottie from uh, Pee-wee's Big Adventure as well. Dude, oh, She's yeah, yeah, older, yeah. The, the blonde. But she's still smoking. The blonde chick. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. She is. She is a sexy woman. I'm just mm-hmm. gonna say. Mm-hmm. Just gonna <laughs> put that out there on Front Street. That is a sexy lady. Um, I don't know what else to say. But yeah, I think she was like fifty something. When I don't give shot. a fuck. Yeah. We gonna, we gonna, we gonna. I'm gonna keep her around till about seventy. At this rate, yeah. it's all I mean, good. Dude, You're not going she, into home, baby. Yeah. And she's she's like, hey, y'all got some guns? Y'all going hunting? Y'all got guns? And Roscoe's yeah. like, nah, we ain't got no guns. And she's like, all right, bye. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. When I was yeah. Kind of weird. Kind of a weird thing there. Folks, don't talk about your guns or lack of them. Yeah. No. Don't click them on the fucking nightclub either. No, you, you know who that gas station attendant reminded me of is 
why can't I think of his name? He's he's uh, Larry Fessenden. That's what it is. Did he not remind you guys a little bit of Larry Fessenden? Just maybe I don't know a who the few fuck less. Larry Fessenden is. He's he's the that director. He was in. Oh God, bless it! You're gonna put me on the spot now. Um, well, I, I mean, I don't know who he is at all. You know his name. <laughs> IMDb him. You'll see. Larry Fessenden. No. That's who he reminded me of. Not doing but, it. I refuse. Uh, yeah, it, it's stereotypical. And you get a couple scenes, too, where I was taking note of this because people are like, oh, his – nobody talks like this, blah, blah, blah. And, and I'm just like, fuck off. Whenever I hear that argument about people dogging on his dialogue and his writing – I'm just, it's such a tired and old, I mean, first off, we're watching a horror movie. It's a movie. This yeah, is not movie. a film. It's a movie. People yeah. are talking how they want to, they're, they're just talking. It's Rob Zombie. Look, I love that you're bringing up this, this criticism of dialogue because yeah. granted when he made Halloween, that was part of it for me that turned me off a little bit. Cause I was like, this sounds like house of a thousand corpses dialogue. Right. In a Halloween movie, it wasn't so. It wasn't campy. It was Rob Zombie-ish. It was vulgar. It was sexual. It was, you know, dirty and 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 so laden with fucks that it was like, all right, I don't know. It, it I, I, it's not the same vibe I get from a Halloween movie. So for that, I didn't like it. But for his movies where he's doing Rob Zombie shit. It fits. It's like yeah, because he's so always. It's always so over the fucking top. You know what I mean? It it just works because of that. Yeah, that's. I'm gonna take. uh, Go ahead. Finish your. No, I was just gonna say I I agree with uh with uh, Ricky. It's 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 part of his deal, man. I mean, what are you gonna do? So I'm gonna take ten seconds. I I got to offer a quick little snippet when you're talking about your criticism with H1 that kind of plays into what we were talking about before with remakes in that, excuse me, you had a problem because it doesn't fit the Halloween part. But on the flip side, you and I both were saying that what makes a good remake is something that's different. I think a lot of people that don't see Halloween one and Halloween two from Rob Zombie is very divided. Actually, there's some people that love it. I'm one of them. There's some that don't. And I feel a lot of people that don't like it are comparing it too much to the original. But those are the same people that also say, well, you know, the 1998 Psycho remake was terrible because it copied the the original scene for scene, shot for shot, the same dialogue. Well, Rob Zombie put his own spin on it, made it completely different. But I mean, I would say the difference with our generation and and that era is that movie is going to hold a lot more weight to people because it's it's kind of what most of us grew up with where psycho you know we're not having that conversation anymore because you know a lot of us when we were kids you know we weren't watching psycho that movie came out in what 61 so that's just my 10 seconds i feel that, like no that. no no that 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 that's a fair point and you know what i owe h1 a rewatch and i owe h2 a first watch um and you also re-watching. owe me an apology why what did i do because not, i am not a ricky's not that was the bet. Yeah. What? <laughs> I actually didn't hear, so you can say it wait, again. Wait, what? <laughs> you lost the bet because Ricky's not wearing a shirt and you are. Oh. Oh, fuck this. Oh, oh shit. Oh, he's, shit. A, oh, he's taking it off. 
Toughest knee boot. You can't hear us right now, but he's clearly wearing. Oh, hold on. Let's wait for him to get his headphones back on. How about? I'm shirtless. Fuck you. I mean, are you going to take your sweater vest off or? Oh, wait, never mind. That's just chest hair. (laughs) Who, me? (laughs) Giving you shit. Okay, so. That's, that's. I just wanted to touch on that real quick. That was, I was going to get to that as well and say, Hey, you got to give H one a rewatch, but let's dial this back in here to 31. The one thing I wanted to say is there's plenty of podcasts and reviews and whatnot. I've listened to where I've sat and I've been in your, your shoes folks where you're listening to someone on a podcast and you're like, Oh my God, I wish I could just call in right now and just have a quick conversation or a debate. But Basically, what, what I wanted to get across was if you have a problem with his dialogue, I mean, I, I feel like that's kind of a petty excuse or an argument because I've heard so many people say, well, I didn't talk like that. None of my family and friends talk like that. I feel like I've had a really normal upbringing. I live a very normal life. I'm married. I've got two kids. I, I've got a very successful job profession. Me and my friends talk like that all the time. Maybe not as much as we used to, but when we were in college, I always tease myself. I was a disgusting main male man back in the day. So some of the stuff he says is a little bit exaggerated, but guess what? We're watching a movie. It has to be exaggerated. Everything yeah. that you put on film has to be exaggerated. But it also fits the characters. Let's look at the characters that, I mean, we'll use this one for example, because we're reviewing this movie, but look at these characters in this movie. Does it not, excuse me, does it not fit the characters to have conversations like that? Right. I wouldn't expect a bunch of carnies and performers to behave any different, honestly. Right. Right. And even with the Halloween, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I don't want to get into the Halloween one. We'll, we'll cover that at some point as well, because I know people are going to bring up, uh, the H1, H2 uh, as well, but I don't want to get into that right now. But, you know, I've, I've heard also people having problems. I mean, let's look at that scene where they're on the couch at the gas station and they're doing that little, like, it reminded me of like when you're a kid, you know, the girls would sit and do the clap, clap, you know, hand, hand, clap, clap, hand, mm-hmm. whatever that thing was. That's kind of what they're doing. And they're talking about their, their, the JJs, if you will, which is, sure. it doesn't make sense. It's, it's, you know, I thought it was kind of funny, but the whole argument with his people not liking his dialogue, I feel like, I mean, if you don't like the movie, you don't like the movie, but you know, it just, it just irks me when people say, well, I've never talked like that. And I don't know anybody that does. Well, you probably don't know anybody that's been stuffed into a murder world and had a midget Nazi running at them. trying to <laughs> cut them up either. So, I mean, right. let's just put that aside. We're watching a movie for entertainment value it's a lot different from normal. I mean, suspend some disbelief, right? Yeah. Fine. A little bit. Just don't, I mean, it just don't let something like that ruin the movie for you. I just feel like you're doing yourself a disservice. Enjoy it for what it is. Right. I still love you all. I still love you all. You can hate this movie if you want, but I feel like, <laughs> you know, there, there's not a lot of us on, and I say us as in me and people on my side that like this movie. So I'm like, Oh, I gotta, gotta give it some props as well too. So, but Moving on from the gas station, we 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 get to, I guess, what, what do you call those? I mean, it's like it's like uh, the wicker man in the middle of the road, and they get out to move some of the wicker. I don't even know what you'd call them uh, out of the road. It's almost like some scarecrows. Yeah, 
I'm, I'm trying to think there's a term like some kind of very, no, I mean yeah I would call like them some, like some idols uh what do you call those yes yes things? the the uh, uh, it's like a giant version of the Blair Witch stick right things and then boom you get you get, you get your 1960s like cartoon burglars coming at you <laughs> they stab the one chick that's all over Roscoe. She she wants his D bad, but she gets yeah she gets the. I wonder why they they killed her and a bunch of the other people. I mean, did they only have to have five for the thirty one game? Kind of what I was gathering. Maybe so. Maybe it was kind of just random. They they don't seem like a, a very organized bunch. Yeah, aside I was gonna... from the people in charge, and they kind of you know just let it roll. It looks like. Yeah, to me it was random. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I, I kind of felt that they were pretty organized. I mean, they do this only once a year. I guess that's what I was thinking is is they they must only have to have five contestants or whatever. Well, spoilers based on based on the ending. Uh, Michael Malcolm McDowell's even like, uh, I'll have to get back to you on that. So I don't think they were they, that organized. They've never had a survivor. Right, <laughs> but I mean, they stab they stab like one of the weakest characters. I mean, as as far as like physicality, so she was clearly no threat. So you'd you'd think that if they're trying to, you know, uh-huh. even the odds or something, they would have taken because Roscoe was the one that was out there. But yeah, they killed some of the weakest and slowest people. They killed the fat man. They killed the the fat colored or I don't even know black lady. I guess. <laughs> Uh, oh, I'm I'm trying to be blue. Say, I say color. I don't I don't like I don't like I don't like offending anybody. No, you're not. You're not. And I'm sorry. I just wait a minute. You seem like an asshole. No, oh, you're, no, no you're not a fucking asshole. I'm 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 laughing because because. When you're trying to be a good person and you're right. just trying to do something that's normal or, or say something that you're not trying to fucking do anything, people want to get so mad. And I laugh because it's absurd. And because that that, it's always changing. Like what you can and can't see is always oh fucking God. changing. And there Look. must be a fucking memo or email going around that I just never get. You yeah. know, so I don't know what the fuck to say anymore. I just we're, we're white. We're three white dudes, and you know, know what? When you when you say colored, it's just saying the guy they're darker than white people. Right. That's all. It doesn't yeah. matter. Black. The color what, of your skin brown. doesn't mean shit. That's no. It don't mean thing. shit. It, it doesn't mean right? shit. So it's it's the black we're lady, just, but she's just chubby. Describing stuff. Yeah, right. she's a chubby. That, that's my whole point. They kill this scrawny young chick. Like the really young want, chick's dad. I want, the really I want to fat, say she's fine as fuck, though. Yep, yeah, opinion. she was she was dimey. We we call her a dimey dark hair. They oh, killed a it. fat bus driver that looks like he's got diabetes so bad he can't walk. <laughs> and they killed a black chick in the back. <laughs> so, okay, well, we're left with five then. Yeah, no, and, and they all get chained up and brought to this fucking warehouse-type situation. Um, it's like an abandoned factory or something i don't know what it is i love like, it this it's got it's fucking dirty grungy there's like water constantly dripping very very atmospheric mm-hmm. i mean th- this movie isn't it's it's not you know dripping with halloween atmosphere with the fall because they're in the they're in the desert 
there's no hell it just takes place on halloween night which which right whatever i'm I'm fine with that but yeah it's not necessarily like halloween flavored but again like you said it's 31 it takes place on halloween and it's like a survival horror type movie um everyone goes to haunted haunts or, or sorry horror haunts or or like escape rooms or something they have a good time yeah. That's what you do on Halloween. And this movie is like that, but real and on crack. <laughs> yep. So they boom, they wake up and you no, have, well, 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 no, go yeah, ahead. you got, you got Mike, Ma, Malcolm, Mc, Michael, I keep wanting to call him Malcolm Michael. McDowell. Ma, Malcolm McDowell in a fucking like judge's wig. Yeah. From like and, the 1700s, you know, those British <laughs> folk with the white face paint and the white, you know, judge wigs or whatever that they literally used to wear those up until like what 40 years ago or something 50 years oh man they were still fucking doing uh guillotine executions in france until the 1970s bro hell yeah they were that's crazy gnarly gnarly france gnarly Um, france boy that'd be that'd be the name of this episode (laughs) um give us a cub boss tuna <laughs> I like it. I love it. Um, no, yeah, him and and this other this lady that's dressed two of them, in the two same ladies. manner. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. They're they're like sisters or whatever, and they're they're all telling the the the, the, the ca- <laughs> they're, <laughs> they're all t- <laughs> they're all telling the captors their odds of living through the night. They have twelve hours to live. This is the game of thirty one. They have 12 hours to survive the night and they, they get their odds told and they're, they're fucking dismal. Like everybody's odds are bad. It's all like 60 to one, 80 to one, hundred to one, 500 to one. Yes, like, right. damn, you're going to die. And they introduce the best motherfucking character maybe in the movie <laughs> besides Doomhead. Yep. Uh, sick yeah. head. It's this, uh, see, we're going to offend more people because I don't know. It's little person. Midget. Hold on, I think I can do this. It's a Hispanic Nazi little person. Midget, midget. yeah. And, and, and he's what? vertically challenged. I'll stop. I'm sorry. No, I was going to tell you, the, the best part about this is in the movie, he was a, he was a Hispanic Nazi. In yeah. real life, his name is Pancho Moeller. He is literally a Hispanic German. That's awesome. I mean, wow. <laughs> Rob Zombie, Rob Zombie didn't know he was fluent in Spanish, so like post you know, screenwriting whatever, he was like, "Hey, feel free to just say some of your lines in Spanish." So that guy was running around some German, some English, some Spanish. I fucking love it. Yeah. And then was, later in the movie, Sherry Moon Zombie and him are having a showdown and she's fucking speaking Spanish and I'm like, "This is awesome." Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So I don't want to tiptoe around every scene in this movie. Um, I, 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 yeah, we'll, I don't know it. We'll just I don't talk know about it. the main, the main, I guess what you would call. Okay. So this movie, I, I, in my head was calling this the horror version of the running man. I mean, I felt like that's a pretty accurate representation or I should not representation, but pretty accurate uh, comparison. If you guys I know that movie is with Arnold Schwarzenegger, but I've never yeah. seen the full uh, uncut because I, I think it's censored on TV. I've never seen. Oh, you've seen it though. 
My yeah. dad, my dad liked it, so I saw pieces of it, but I've never actually seen the whole that, thing. That movie is fucking finish. gem. Check it out. That that is almost a horror movie. That's a Stephen okay. King story. Really? It is. Yeah. It's, okay. a, it's yeah. It's a yes. It's a short story, I believe, isn't it? Or is it one of his? But anyway, I, yeah. If you if you change that movie, if somebody went in and just redid the score to that, it would be a horror movie. Nice. Place in the future. It's almost like. Escape from LA or Escape from New York, where you've got like, uh, okay, oh man, we're going off on a tangent here. But my take on The Running Man is it's, it could be a side story from Escape from LA or Escape from New York because you've got like this, you know, slummed out part of town, like Land of the Dead style. You got the lower class and they're, you know, they're all betting on him. And then you have, people in like a price is right type studio, but then you've got a, so Arnold Schwarzenegger was a, was a pilot and he neglected in order to open fire on, on uh, like civilians or something like that. So they threw him in this game, but you have him trying to survive a whole bunch of, I guess what there'd be like game show contestants, superheroes. Anyways, the movie's fucking excellent. That's basically what this is, but a horror version of it. You start out with Sickhead, and then you've got these other, I would say, um, I mean, Sherry Moon yeah, Zombie like and Roscoe Altham are the contestants. So these would be, I don't know, what would, you, what would you call them? They're like the the gladiators, if you will. Yeah. So Sickhead's the first one. He's a, literally a, a, a Mexican or Hispanic Nazi, and he's got little knives, and it, it's, there's some great scenes in it. Oh, dude, he, he's so charismatic and magnetic for the screen. Yeah, um, he owns every scene that he's in. Totally, yeah, he chews it up for real. He, yes, that his is dumb cool. little his dumb little song. I'm like, hell yeah, that's cool. I like how he just fucking like breaks. I don't know, like psychotically breaks and stops singing and starts yelling from time to time. His little song. That and how he's he stalking fucks, her. How he fucks with people too. Like yeah. how he, he'll he, he's he trolls ball. Yeah, yeah. He goes hard, boy. <laughs> he goes from from joking to serious, and he's yeah. always got like a like a weird cadence. And he'll go from, you know, kind Spanish of to English, to straight up. I'm gonna kill you. I'm gonna ram yeah. this knife into your throat and watch you gargle, choke on your blood. And then he'll start singing again, and it's just oh, he's he's fucking nuts. Like yeah. Malcolm McDowell said, he lives to kill. Yes, and yeah. he's like he will not go gently into this good night, and he's like yeah. No, I won't. <laughs> Every single one of the, we'll call them gladiators, dies by their own weapon. So he actually gets stabbed to death by his. But yeah, I mean, we have our five characters. We have Roscoe. We have, uh, is it Ginger Lynn? Is Sherry Moon Zombie? Uh, Charlie. Got, or Charlie, yeah. Who's Ginger Lynn then? I don't oh, know. That, that's that dimey chick. Uh, we have, uh, I don't know the names. I'm kind of blanking. We have Roscoe and then yeah. Panda. One, yep, the one black guy left and then that old chick. Yeah, Panda Panda is uh the first one to go. He gets killed by the Nazi uh Mexican. Yep. So yeah. he dies first and um it that, that again, that's the scene excellent where Sherry in this. Yeah, oh dude, excellent, excellent. kills throughout this excellent. movie. Sickhead meets meets his fate. He actually the old bitch comes and fucking clocks him, which knocks him yeah. out. And then Sherry Moon Zombie finishes him off. 
after Sickhead, we meet the brothers. These guys are awesome. They have chainsaws. They, they don't got, kill anyone, though. What's that? They don't kill anyone, though. Yeah, nope, there's some clowns for real. They don't. They don't. But they no. have – that's where my Yabud line was from them because they go in. I would have done the same thing as them. They go in. There's a chick tied up. It looks like a blow-up doll, but they find out it's a chick on there. I would, have, I would be that asshole where I was like, she's either in on it, she's one of them, or it's a trap. And It she turns out – no, it turns out that's the 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 pastor. The wife. Yep. The pastor. Yeah. Georgina from the opening scene. And I want to say real quick, my opening yeah bud line was uh from that monologue from Doomhead at the beginning. Yep, no, I can't love that line. Yeah. No, th- this brought up a, a question I wanted to ask you guys. And and you know, when the world does go to shit and we've dropped into this type of chaos and you guys are in this position. <laughs> Would you be would you be Roscoe where he's like, nope, nope, it's either a trap or she's in on it, or would you try to save her? I'd look at her and, and judge it. I mean, if she looked like that, I'd be like, no, she's probably fucked up and a victim. I, I would try to save her. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I would I would proceed with caution. I mean, because you can see that the fucking – she was wired up so tight that the skin grew around it, you know. Yeah, but they, they didn't know that, though, until it was too late. Right. And, well, and, and obviously it's a trap. I mean, right. you know, so it, yeah, it's like, the do you were hiding in there? They were hiding in the hay the whole time. One right. of them was, yeah. yeah. I would have been, I mean, call me an asshole. I would have been the guy that was like, Nope, I'm, I'm fucking out of here. I would have recognized it was a trap. Whenever you go in a door, like when they went into the door to meet earlier, when there's two people in the chairs uh, be, before you, the, the sick head dies. Yeah. Watch, mm-hmm. I forgot how that part played out. So watching them go in there, I'm like, nope. Like I, I'm, I'm reliving all the Saw movies in my head. Nope, don't go both in there because that fucking door is gonna close and lock you in, which it didn't. But same thing with this one here, man. I'd, I'd be, whew, I'd be like, sorry, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna die here tonight, Georgina. Uh, no, I'm gonna go die. I gotta get home. Yeah, sorry. But no, that that was that was interesting. But yeah, they. One other huge problem I had, and every single time I see a chainsaw, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you guys facts right now. Uh, for oh, those, please, please, I think I know where you're going. Whoa, I think I know where you're going. Is not nearly as good of a weapon as it is in movies. It would probably exactly. be the last weapon I would choose because the first time somebody hits you with a fucking pipe, your chain's gonna break on your chainsaw. Pop. So, Yep, chainsaw. And now you just have a loud, heavy piece of shit. Yes, they're useless. You can still throw it at their head. Yep. Yeah, I just be well. I mean, this took place in 1976, and I'll tell you what: those chainsaws in 1976 weighed like probably fucking 80 pounds. So, this you know, movie is based in 1976. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah me yep. either. I'm just pretending I did. It takes. It, <laughs> <laughs> literally five seconds of the movie it's like october 31st 1976 <laughs> wow speaking of chains that. i want to know what fucking brand leatherface uses i really yeah, do that motherfucker keeps going and going because dude if i even thought about swinging a, a chainsaw at somebody that it would just fucking break like like that for no reason no i've done enough chains sawing in my days so, <laughs> dude yeah. you bust fucking chains cutting wood Exactly. Pipe, you're you're toast. So, 
Yes. And one of these clown brothers gets a chainsaw decapitation, I want to say. Yeah. 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 The worst is the guy that lands on the chainsaw, and he just gets a slow death of just, you know, cutting his fucking guts out. Hell yeah. A good old chainsaw guts fuck. Yep, we get a head cut off. (laughs) He gets a chainsaw gut fuck. Shout out to Mayhem, if you're listening. You're you're not. <laughs> you just got uh, a flap around. references. Huh? What? What? I said the one dude just gets. I think he gets a cut in his tricep. He's got. Yeah, like yeah. Arm. His arm. His arm gets all and fucked then Charlie's up. Charlie's got to go and like tie together, and that was a pretty good scene too. So after after the uh, psycho head and and whatever schizo head, we meet the sex head. Death head and sex head. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And they're fun. Like a seven foot tall white guy, and then we meet um, the the one rugrats lady from the beginning that was like, "Hey, y'all going hunting?" Yep, yep. And it's fucking Tommy Pickles, but she's gonna fucking kill people. Yep. That that like, and she goes for fucking Roscoe, man. Damn, she goes for him. She stabs his ass a bunch. Uh, (laughs) she's whooping his ass with a chain. And Sherry Moon fucking comes in and 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 saves him. Yeah, uh, these two characters are like the the total. Like again, if I was hanging out with all all my tall friends, yeah. I'd be. I, well, I wouldn't be as promiscuous as her, I guess. But I'd be that little. Yeah, you would. Yeah, I would. I'd be like, ha, ah, and I'd be hanging all over everyone and humping their legs. That tall guy is a uh, one of the nihilists from. Um... Big Lebowski. Big Lebowski. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, I, th- I believe so. Awesome. I'm yeah. glad he's still getting work. Good job, you. You know what we we forgot is we got to talk about the dinner scene. That was that was awesome. Oh, true. Yeah. Which which you know some shit's going down. Everyone judges me as I continue to eat. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, dude, all this shit's happening, and there is a buffet of food. What can go wrong? But yeah, right. very Charlie. <laughs> peels back and oh they're eating their dead friend to as soon as roscoe picks up that big old rib bone you know he's munching yeah eating rib. That, was, <laughs> that was awesome but yeah you got the yeah so you get some fucking cannibalism in this movie stomach's empty yeah <laughs> he said it's touching the back of his spine man <laughs> <laughs> no that was pretty good we 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 talked a little bit too. So when they're walking into, did you guys notice that one room they're walking into is called the Wet Kitty? And yeah. on both sides of the hallway, you had legs, and then yeah. you walked through the door that looked like a big old vagina. I'm like, oh, I love you, Rob Zombie, you fucking disgusting human. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the old Wet Kitty. So, so yeah, they. I mean, first off, uh, uh, sex head. Or no, Deathhead. Deathhead's the tall one, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, he he yeah. meets his fate. He, he I th- who is it that has? Uh, yeah, Charlie's got the little one, but ready to slit her throat, and that old bitch is taken on. So basically, at this point, the only two I would say healthy contestants left are the old bitch and Charlie, and she <laughs> ro- rolls in. And it's funny because you—that's th- another question I have for you guys too, because we see a little bit of humanity come out of a couple of the gladiators as well. So, you know, one of the psycho head guy, I believe it was, he's sitting there and he's begging for his life saying, they make me do this. You know, I'm right. just like you. 
next up that, you know, Charlie's got his, his wife or girlfriend who is sex head in, you know, knife to her throat and boom, death heads melting on his knees, begging. Do you guys think that there's any humanity left in them? Do you think that they are kind of forced? Well, this, or do I, you think I, I don't think they're forced. Um, they, uh, Doomhead explains in the opening monologue that he gets paid a lot of scratch yes. to do what he does yeah. and he does yep. it well. Yep. But so they all get paid. Um, and, and you could see that, that sex head was, but was, that doesn't, well, well, I'm sorry. Continue. I just want to finish my point. I think sex head at the beginning was definitely, um, trying to find out shit. So she's in on it, but I think they care about the people they care about maybe, but yeah. they don't care about yeah. the, the, the victims. But so is there an ounce of humanity? Yes. Yes, there is. But fuck these people. Yeah, I agree. I was going to say, I was going to say just because they're paid doesn't mean they're not also being coerced, you know? Uh, I'm, I'm more on the side maybe. that they're fucked up individuals and they're being. I, I agree. I agree. But, you know, just, you know, just because someone gives you a bunch of money to do fucked up stuff doesn't mean did. that but, if but you tell you them you're going to stop doing fucked up stuff that they're not going to kill you. But do you get into this act where you like play it up and love it this this much as they pretend to? I mean, I don't know, man. Like, I, I I'm not that. I'm guy. just playing. I'm just playing devil's advocate. Right. I, I completely that, agree no, with both of you. That, no, that's fine. And we're 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 just talking about it. I I don't have that inclination that I would. I I don't. I couldn't do what they do to people at all for I, any amount of money. Right. Um. They they are. They are psychopaths, all of these people. And, and um, I think our answer lies with Doomhead because we get more. He's I would like say, an intellectual. Right, but we get, we get more character interaction with him, even though he's on screen probably less than all of those other characters. We get more, yeah. I would say, backstory into him in that it is all about the money. And it's, it's funny because he must make a shitload of money, but man, when we meet him, he's, you know, just got that one chick bent over and he's just raw dogging her and he's in yep. just disgusting. Like he's talking about all this money. Like, dude, what do you spend it on? Like, you don't right. like a drug addict. Like what the, <laughs> you live in yeah, a shithole. Yeah. He looks like he lives in a fucking like basement apartment in New York city or something like, and, and I'm not, I'm not talking about a fucking good one. Yeah. It, 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 it's dingy. And yeah, well, He's fucking this chick, and it's looking like a good time. But oh, dude, yeah, he, you got to see the craziness of him in that one scene. He he puts Christian Bale in American Psycho to shame yeah. fucking this chick. <laughs> oh yeah, <clears throat> and he gets a phone call, and he's got to go. He's got to fucking go do his thing. He got to go get his scratch on. He's gonna yeah, because money. ironic. I mean. It, Again, doesn't really make sense. You figure they've been doing this for how long, and you've got this old, old bitch in Charlie are the only ones alive. And you're like, who did they capture? Like, they they going on about this fucking, old bitch. Well, they, they captured, <laughs> they must have, I don't know. I mean, you know those those buses of those old people that go to the fucking casino tours. That's who their clientele must be. You must just have these fucking geriatrics they steal out of out of nursing homes because you've got Charlie and this old bitch are the ones that are killing all of them. And then it's like, Oh God, what do we do? 
we're, we're going to have to call in Doomhead. And I'm like, yeah, you're going to have to because clearly this fucking 70-year-old bitch and Charlie, this 100-pound, <laughs> are, are killing all of your gladiators, which I was like. Right. <laughs> but Doomhead shows up looking like fucking Neo from the Matrix or something. He's got a trench coat on. He's fucking <laughs> styling. Oh, and then he, his he fucking full puts, red pill. He Dude. puts fucking this face paint on and punches himself in the face like a thousand times and starts awesome. bleeding everywhere. Yeah. Richard Brake is an absolute gem, and, and yeah. Rob Zombie doesn't deserve him. We don't deserve him. I was looking at yeah. his filmography. It blows my mind that he hasn't been yeah. in, in, in more stuff. He didn't start acting until later as well, too. He doesn't have a lot of acting credits, and he is so good in this. I, I feel well, yeah, he really is. People don't talk about him, but between when his- I said he, he like that uh, sick head was my second favorite character behind Doomhead. That's why Richard Brake is so fucking magnetic in this That's movie. Exactly. He, yeah, yeah, he captures the screen. He owns the scenes he's in. He is one hundred and twenty thousand percent into this role, more than I think anyone else in this movie even knew about. Like Rob Zombie must have fucking brought him in and said, "Hold on, Richard." I'm going to suck your dick real quick. You cool with that? And Richard was like, he just smiled that fucking crazy smile and said, yeah. And then Rob Zombie went down on him. Come, come cream pie in the mouth. It's all good. Don't, don't matter. And then, then Rob gave him the script and Richard was like, yeah, I could, I think I could do this. (laughs) We got to, we got to give credit to the cinematography as well too, because the camera shots from the beginning, the close up on his face to the yeah. girl, him putting the makeup on, makeup on. But the it's funny because he's an asshole. He's he's pompous before because we get the true doomhead with the phone call and him getting to the place, and then he puts that makeup on and what does he tell himself? He's like, "You're not you're not weird. You're effective." Or what's that? What's that word he keeps saying over and over in the makeup room? You're not crazy. You're, you're effective or something like that. I can't remember. I can't either. Yeah, he's he's like chanting. He puts that makeup on and it basically transforms him. Yeah. Uh, he, you know, he ritual. Needs that. Yeah, he needs that, yeah. that makeup. That that kind of gets him in his his mindset, and he's got this little mantra where he's yelling, like yelling, "You're not weird. You're effective," or something. I can't remember what it is, but he gets out there and he, he punches himself in the like hard, like 10 fucking times. And then that door opens and it's boom. It's, it's like, it's I'm not, maybe it's the makeup and the red. That's make, making me think of Joaquin Phoenix and the Joker, but yes, there, yes. He, yeah. there he is. And he just, was that before that movie. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's for some reason, that's what I thought, I thought of. He gets out, he looks at all of the, the goons there and he goes, you can go home, boys. I got this. And just the confidence he imbues. I, I fucking love it. Richard Brake, I think that without him, this movie would just be okay. But for me, he I, does yeah. propel this movie into something that I'm like, wow. In- they, t- they tell him, you've got like four hours to kill everyone. He's like, I could kill your whole family in that amount of time. Yep. Yeah, he's got he's got such great lines, man. And he delivers them 
so yep. fucking well. Like pulls up on his face, the the blood dripping, and then you can just see the things he adds too, because there's a couple scenes where he's just got like his own drool, drool. dripping. Yes, yeah. at the wow. end, at the end of the movie. I'm sorry, I'm not gonna go there yet. I'm not gonna say what it is yet, but at the end of the movie, he's drooling. Yep. Hell, it's, in it's, the in the in the beginning, in the opening dialogue. I mean, you've got that tight shot on his face and just the subtle changes, the subtle and the not so subtle changes in his facial expressions as he's yeah. talking. Yeah. I mean, are just fucking awesome because he like he goes from, you know, the big Cheshire cat grin to almost this like fucking like childlike, like innocence look while he's like pondering something like he's, you know, thinking it through. He's 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 a gem, and and I agree. Like he really, he really elevates the movie. Yeah. When he comes in, too, we we get, I mean, the first minute that he's on screen at that place, he tracks down the old bitch, and he (laughs) he fucking shanks her. It was it was excellent. The last ten minutes of the movie are him basically tracking down Charlie, and and what what a great scene because you you are. hold, hold, Hold on, hold on. Yep. Roscoe, I want to say Roscoe for his for his part. Oh yes, sacrifices himself and lets Charlie. So we get to a point in the film where um, Doomhead enters. He's killing people, and then uh, throughout the movie, you get the one of the female um, sisters that is running all this crazy shit over the intercom, saying like you know 12 hours or 11 hours left anything can happen and then by the end she's like all the doors have been open or something like that or or maybe maybe doomhead even tells them that i don't remember doomhead yep. yeah he okay so he tells them that and they 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 try to escape to the outside and roscoe gives his life he lets charlie escape and and closes the hatch so she can get down and out uh out of this fucking place and he gets killed, man, brutally. And yeah, uh, Charlie, Sherry Moon Zombie, Rob Zombie's wife, escapes into the daylight, like Texas Chainsaw, like fucking House of a Thousand Corpses. Like, yeah. she gets fine now. She finds an abandoned house. And in there is this little puppet show, like... The same one they saw, like the little marionette puppet show deal but they saw that at the, at the gas point. station right yeah earlier so even the gas station was tied into this shit like they're all about finding you guys think, uh, do you guys think the gas station attendant was in on everything too yes just yes. just like um jim's eyes what those have eyes the gas station attendant oh oh yeah yeah no yeah, I, I was gonna say Jim Sidow from fucking Texas Chainsaw, like he was in on the whole yep. fucking. Yes, and then Cabin in the Woods mocks it as well too. Oh yeah, yeah, it's a trope. It's 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 it. a trope. Yeah, so I think I think they were. I think Rob Zombie was paying tribute to that trope. Um, so yeah, and and she finds the same fucking thing, and then she gets knocked out and wakes up to fucking Doomhead, basically bragging. That yes. he's the champion. Doing another and, monologue again. And lighting cigars like Boss Tuna again. <laughs> and <laughs> puff that bad boy. And dude, this is the scene, bro. The tension's building. You don't know what the fuck's going to happen. 
and then that lady comes over the intercom and she's like, well, it's over. Weapons down. Yep. Weapon, like pencils down, weapons down. Right. And and yeah. fucking Richard Brake is defeated and he's like, all right. And he leaves. He leaves the fucking abandoned house that she's in and she gets to fucking walk away. Right? Right. Wrong. Right. Wrong. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> I love this ending. I, I love it. Eros' yeah. fucking dream on is coming on, and she's walking away down this deserted, uh, deserted. I can't say it. Road, a desert, a I, desert I loved road. It because I forgot this. I forgot the ending since the last time I saw this, and it's a stereotypical ending where you're like, "Oh yeah, you're gonna have your your local, you know, whatever kids driving by, or you know." For me, I was like, "Gosh, is this setting up?" you know, like the next whatever, because you're thinking like, oh, it's another van. There's gonna be another group of people in it. No, it's, it's fucking this doom. Head. He rolls up in this fucking awesome looking van. Dream on is rocking out. He walks up to her slowly and she is, she knows she hears the footsteps. She knows she turns around and there he is just looking at her and she balls up her fist like i'm gonna fucking fight you dude i don't give a fuck anymore but she's so bloody and weary and tired and worn and torn but then he smiles the most evil smile of all time and pulls out two not one but two switchblades <laughs> and cracks them open smiling that evil fucked up smile and she's just peering at him through the sunlight and then the movie ends that's the end of this movie with dream on blaring in the background damn yeah part of me is i got a question for you guys as well how how do you take or interpret this ending because before you answer i want to give something i thought that was cool The, the musical choice had me had had me thinking because earlier in the movie we you know right before doomhead shows up we have that old bitch sleeping on Rothman <laughs> and she has a dream and she's actually dreaming or is it charlie it's charlie charlie's sleeping on roscoe and she's dreaming that the 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 psycho head and and, and schizo head are back because they say oh you think you can just stop me by cutting my head off i sold that shit back on yeah so, you're, you know, I mean, I, I, I knew it was a dream. I don't know if it was intended to be that way, but she wakes up. So the song choice had me thinking if this is another dream or if it's meant to be interpreted that way. What was, what was your guys' interpretation of this ending? Um, I guess mine was kind of baseline. Like, I just kind of assume they have a not-so-epic fight to the death. and uh... he, he took her out pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I kind of just because because he's so petty and he's so prideful and his his pride is hurt. He's defeated. He he, yeah. he 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 can't shake back from it. He's he's got to do something about it. I, think. I have a slightly different interpretation. Um, I think he gives her a knife because he kind of holds them out ish. He does. I think he gives her a knife. And I think they become lovers. <laughs> that's my that's my hopeful, sick, 
twisted interpretation. I think he admires her fight so much because when she balls up her fist, he looks down at her fist and looks at her, and then, then he smiles like, yeah, you get it too. You get it. And I think they become lovers, and I think she becomes part of the game because there's no sequel to this film, by the way, audience. So my interpretation, I like Ricky's. I think it's I, I, yours I like is it. very similar to uh, my wife's. She was like, "That's basically that's basically what she said. She thinks happened too." That well, T T. I think me and T are on the same page. I think Boston, y'all on the same page, Mo. Bostuna, I I like your interpretation of a dream. I I'm not gonna say it's wrong. Yeah, because that's it, it. Sounds cool. Um, I just think they 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 kind of maybe fuck and yeah and then she and then she wakes up and she's in her room at her house but the reflection of the tall man is in the mirror and she turns (laughs) around and a dwarf zombie grabs and pulls her through it and it's fucking uh roscoe the dwarf and it's roscoe's yeah roscoe's the dwarf (laughs) no so i mean the the one thing that had me i mean i i do love this and i do think that he was very clever in this because this all happens after. So he punches her and knocks her out. Yeah. So I mean, part of me is like, it is plausible because she was knocked out from the punch and she's dreaming this. I do. I mean, none of us are wrong here. I mean, we're, we're spitballing just saying what we think. speculating. And it, and it did cross my mind. The lover part actually didn't, to be honest, but it did cross my mind that, you're right with that smile he was like yep i want you to be one of us right yeah. google I mean, how do you think they recruit for shit like this google baby? gobble what yeah <laughs> what you said how do you think they recruit for this like that like i mean that saying. makes like, the I, most I, sense I, I think they fuck hard <laughs> and long and and i think there is so much just love of bloodlust. Well, happened. we know he didn't finish, so he's probably looking for that. He's probably looking yeah, for that. Yeah, that's true, bro. He's Thank heavy. You. Let's get he's into heavy. final thoughts and ratings on 31. Let's have Tibu go first, and then I will go, and then we'll have our, our special guest, reoccurring guest, Mr. Ricky Prejean, go last. Tibu, what do you got, bud? That's his nickname. What's that? Special guest. Prejean. I love that's my that's my vote um final thoughts I've seen this movie three or four times um I was initially skeptical because of the crowdfunding and I thought after the Halloween films that Rob Zombie was going to go downhill but I saw it later and I was like wow and I saw it again and I was like wow and I saw it again and I was like wow so you know what this movie is an 8.5 out of 10 for me I enjoy it thoroughly. As a Halloween movie watch, this is perfect. This is fun. This is campy. This is stupid. It's silly. It doesn't matter. It, it's not, again, this is not cinematic gold, okay? This is a fun movie to lose yourself in and just be like, wow, I'm watching this. This is, but there's moments that elevate it past that to me like the opening monologue right. anything anything with richard Brake elevates yeah. this movie and guess what you get it at the beginning a little bit after the middle and at the end 
and I think it elevates the movie to an 8.5 out of 10. That's where I'm coming in with 31. Underrated fucking movie, in my opinion. Um, I got a whole lot of love for this movie, if I'm remembering our dick scale right. It's a lot of love. It's in between a lot of love and a whole lot of love. Well, 8.75 then. So it's more like a whole lot of love. I, I, I think this movie should be seen. I yeah. think it's underrated. I think it's fucking, um, I'll say nine out of 10. I don't give a fuck now at this point. Like, I, I, I think this movie needs to be seen. It needs to be watched because I think people give it a hard time and they don't enjoy just a fun horror movie. Like, right. that's, that's what this movie is. It's just a fun movie to turn your brain off and just fucking enjoy it, man. Like, stop thinking stop trying to and again the good parts the really good parts that that intersperse elevated so i i i'll say 8. 8.75 i gotta i gotta i've scribbled this out three times i'm sorry i'm sorry, I'm sorry. Is that final 8.75 is final for now final answer but, but i could see this going to a nine I love Damn. I love this. I think this movie's fucking awesome, man. I love the characters. I love the dialogue. I love the fucking music. I love the ending. Richard Brake. I don't yeah. know. It, this movie's so much fun. And I've loved it every time and I've never had a problem with it. So I'll say eight point seven five out of ten. Sorry okay. I went so long. All right. No, no, you're good. Initially I was coming in probably the first time I saw this around six and a half, seven. Watching this now, I really don't get the hate for Rob Zombie and his movies. What I've kind of, I guess, concluded is that I believe that the people that don't like his movies, because it all comes down to taste, I think a lot of people that don't like his movies probably like the more, I mean, they're more into those movies like, you know, Hereditary, Midsummer, Barbarian, Sound Studio. Well, and, and, and- and which which I'm into those movies too, but goddamn, the the more sophisticated movies, if you will, the the you know the lighthouse, that type of like like TV Ooh. said earlier, this isn't a film, this is a movie. It's a movie. It's a movie. Yeah. And I, I think that you need to go in expecting Rob Zombie doesn't every single movie he has is is going to be very very similar. The writing. I mean, well, I mean, if let's just talk about the things people don't like, it's going to be the dialogue and the writing, really. Yeah, yeah. They're all very similar. You're not going to get anything that's, you know, meticulously shot and made like an Ari Aster or written uh, like like a uh, like a Robert Eggers or something like that. What you're going to get is, you know, the 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 2020s 2010s versions of your cheesy you know 80s movies they're they're going to be packed full of gore you're going right. to get that every single one of his movies you're going to have a lot of gore i mean most of them most of them i just don't get the hate for it because this is a very fun movie it's very well made even though this was a very small budget this i don't even think i asked you guys what the budget was on this is a 1.5 million so pretty small yeah. but and, you know not bad for horror but it looks good Again, if you think this is a bad movie, go watch, you know, for those people I've, I've heard. Shark Exorcist. 
ever tell people coming in, you know, giving this twos and threes. I'm like, man, like you don't watch enough shit. Like go on fucking, I'm serious. Go on Tubi and just start scrolling through the horror movies on Tubi and watch 10 of those and tell me. Demonic toys. Six. (laughs) (laughs) It's not that bad. Exorcism at at, at, at 60,000. No, no, that movie was a good movie. That, that movie is amazing, but you know, I bet those people would really hate it. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, they would hate that movie. I mean, y'all remember that was my number one last year. Oh shit! Oh god, no. <laughs> Anyways, get my point. It's it's a good movie, and I actually had my rating written down before Tibu even started chatting. Earlier, I wrote down eight point five because I love this movie. It it surprised me again. I was watching this in not understanding everything. I was a bit honey dicked by, by the opening monologue by Richard Brake because it was phenomenal. He, he makes this movie for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Movie, it would still be pretty decent. I'd probably give it around a six and a half or seven, but his performance, his character, I absolutely loved it. Again, it's a Rob Zombie movie. It's fucking vulgar. It's going to be disgusting to some. And if you're easily offended and you don't like that type of language, don't watch it. You know, it's, it's, Turn, turn, I don't know, turn the sound off and read the dialogue. <laughs> Actually, no, that's not going to work either, is it? Reading no, it dialogue. ain't. But, but, but you know what? I see your point, and that, that's what it is. dude. It's a Rob Zombie film. Fuck it. Fuck it. Just enjoy the ride. Or don't. If you don't like this shit, then cool. But, yeah, I, I love that you came in. <laughs> We're at the same fucking page. Pretty much, I eight point seven five, eight point five, whatever, man. Like it's 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 right there. It's- I really I really like it. It's well shot. It's well made. The set pieces, the set design are excellent. The characters I loved, just for how stupid, goofy, and vulgar they are. The gore, the kills. I mean, it's it was a perfect movie for us to do for this little fireside chat special occasion thing here. So. A perfect Halloween. Mr. Prejean, take us home, bud. Well, uh. <laughs> surprisingly i actually came down a little bit um but not much uh i did feel like some of and it's not the dialogue because i know what to expect from the dialogue i felt like some of the non-actiony scenes were a little slow you know uh they were bogging huh they were bogging you down this time it it, it it bogged a little bit, but I mean, I'm still over here at a seven point five. Like I, I I got I got love for this movie. It's not my favorite zombie movie, but um, yeah, dude, like this this movie's fucking awesome, and it it it's severely <laughs> underrated in my opinion. It's like yeah. you said, it's a lot of goddamn fun, and it's got moments that elevate the fuck out of it. And I mean, Richard Brake, dude, like anything with Richard Brake is worth at least two or three watches. I don't, I don't care what it is. He's so fucking good. He He's is. so good. He's great in The Mandalorian, too, briefly. I was going to say, and then Mandy, he's in Mandy as well, too, isn't he? Yeah, yeah he is. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a chemist. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, he's, that, he's in one scene, and he's, again, great – like this guy, uh, it, it's odd he started acting later, but you know, he is it happens so, sometimes. It's mag- he's magnetic. You just you're glued to him. When yeah. he's on camera, 
even opposite Nicholas fucking Cage, you're right. still doing him like, oh shit, this guy's fucking legit. And in this movie, he owns the movie. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. This movie 100% would not be what it is without him. No. Agreed. Agreed. But yeah, I mean, I, I find my, my biggest problem with this is I find myself like all the bullshit that the, our, our protagonists are worried about and talking about, I, I kind of just don't identify at all. Mm. And I kind of just want to get to the next, the next gore fest with the next awesome costume villains. Yeah. You know, which, which, which is fine. I mean, it, here you go. It's the 2020 version of an awesome 80s horror movie. Fuck yeah. That's that's great. Well, <laughs> I say 2020, so 2016. <laughs> you know what I mean. No, I know what you mean. It's 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 a, yeah, exactly. It's a later it's, it's version. It's it's a modern 80s awesome flick, man. You know? Yeah. I didn't really talk about my my cons either, but I mean, you're you're right. Some of the 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 dialogue scenes, the character scenes could have been cut. To, to speed it up because I mean this movie is is you know what hour and 42 minutes or something right. no it's an hour 26 26 oh no or it's an hour 28 hour 42 I think no I thought it was 102 minutes it's it's I don't know I, well I watched it on 2B and it was an hour 26 or 8 yep um let's see here was that before or after it's they added 42. the commercials but well, it's hour forty-two. Really? Yeah, Fucked it up. Some of some of the. This dude watched the Teletubbies holiday special. <laughs> <laughs> Watching the great pumpkin Charlie Brown or what? Hell no, yeah! No, yeah, that's. You heard it here, folks. We we all really love this movie. I really love. We all loved it. Liked it yeah. quite a bit. Check it out. If you haven't seen it in a while, it's worth a no, rewatch. That, dude, that's 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 two love. Lives. And a seven five. Yeah, that's that's an excellent. That's an average of what eight, eight eight and a half, eight and a quarter. Yeah, I mean this movie is definitely Halloween fun. Turn your brain off. Enjoy this movie. Stop fucking worrying about shit and and just have a good time for a fucking hour and a half, two hours. And leave Eli Roth alone. Yeah, leave him. Leave him alone. Because he's made some fucking awesome movies, I will say. We so, love you. Oh, yeah, man. We love yeah. Rob Zombie. I want to say thanks to Mr. Prejean for joining us yes, for the Halloween Fireside Chat episode. Stay tuned because we are going to have a Halloween night special. We're going to come at you with something very, very special. We're going to record on Halloween night. That will be out if I have my shit together, that will be out November 1st. Hell yeah. Let's fucking put that out right after okay, Halloween. Has Hell to the year. That out. So, thanks again, boys, for joining us. Folks, thank you for listening, for supporting the Joe Blow Horror Show. Make sure you go and check these two fools out at the Nightclub Podcast. Check them out. Oh, thank if, you. Oh, yeah. If you, if you haven't already, you can find us on Slasher App. We are on Instagram now. I haven't pimped that in a while. Come find us on Instagram. I'm posting shit on there fairly. Hell yeah. yeah. At, at, at Joe Blow Horror Show on Instagram. Yes, all of us Everyone's are Joe Blow Horror Show. It's actually the Joe Blow Horror Show. I mean, okay. certainly find us. 
we're on Facebook, we're on Slasher app, we're on Twitter, we are on Instagram. Join in on the fun. If you want to email us, joeblowhorrorshow at gmail.com. Drop us a line. We will happily read your questions, answer your questions on the air if you want. Yeah. Spill your stank all over our face. Oh, put some stank on it, boy. Hope you guys <laughs> had a good time listening to us uh, squirt a bunch of knowledge at you with the 31 review. And with that, I hope it was as good for you as it was for us. Boom. Boom. Mm, that was incredible. Is it good for you? <laughs> I've had better. <laughs> Yeah! <laughs>